0: The Week in Doubt, episode 288. Hey everyone, I'm Phil Albertelli, the host of The Week in Doubt. And yes, despite that recent documentary about St. Valentine, this is still a podcast for atheists, agnostics, and of course, whoever. Whoever. Whenever I release one of those documentaries about a Christian saint or whatever, I always wonder if some of my more hardcore atheist listeners are scratching their heads thinking, what the hell is this? Don't worry, I'm still a non-believer. I just enjoy researching things like the history of the early church, the lies of... I can't believe that. I meant to say the lives of the saints, and I was about to say the lies of the saints, (laughs) possibly one of the greatest Freudian slips ever. Uh, But anyway, also I see that Valentine's episode as a continuation of my History of the Holidays series that I started years ago with that Brief History of Christmas special. But uh, The Lies of the Saints would be a great name for like a compendium of falsehoods. But anyway, onward. Okay, before we begin, I'd like to thank Casey Breeden for liking the Week in Doubt Facebook page. Thank you, Casey. Much appreciated. I hunger for likes like Galactus hungers for planets. Anyway, let's get on with the show. So this first topic is really going to be outside the usual wheelhouse of the show. Friend and listener Matthew Scharnweber wanted to get my opinion or analysis of the Childish Gambino video for This Is America. Now, the closest I usually get to listening to rap or hip-hop, saying hip-hop makes me feel so white, is uh, listening to bands like the Red Hot Chili Peppers or Faith No More, maybe occasionally some Cypress Hill, maybe a little bit of uh, Run DMC or LL Cool J way back in the day, but you get my point, not big into the genre. But I thought, why not? Matthew's a really good guy, and I like the idea of shaking things up a bit and doing something different here and there. So no you didn't nod off while listening, this isn't some weird dream. I really am about to offer a breakdown of a childish Gambino video. You kids and your hip-hop, back in my day, Gambino was the name of a brutal crime family. Uh, So this video actually first came to my awareness when I happened upon an article about how Alex Jones had supposedly been accusing Childish Gambino of doing some sort of quote-unquote voodoo dance in his This Is America video. And maybe there was an embedded clip of the video in the article, but I remember seeing a clip and thinking how light-hearted the video looked. Childish Gambino, aka Donald Glover, is looking into the camera, smiling and dancing. The background dancers were all happy. But I didn't actually go back and watch the whole video until Matthew requested that I cover it on the show, so I sat down and started watching it. I'm like, okay, there's Childish Gambino, all smiley like I remember, there's the backup dancers, everyone's happy, some dude sitting down, playing the guitar, and oh no, out of nowhere, Childish Gambino shoots the guitarist in the back of the head, bloody exit wound and everything. It's funny, I'm a horror movie aficionado, I like violent video games, have a pretty dark sense of humor, but the violence still caught me off guard, I think it's because it was so unexpected, which I'm sure was the intention, You have this kind of happy, carefree vibe going on, and then bang, literally. And then there's a similar scene where he kind of enters a new room where there's a black choir singing the backing vocals, and he suddenly turns around and mows them all down, and there's bloodstains on the walls. And I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to start putting the pieces together. I think the song-slash-video is obviously meant to be seen as a kind of commentary on American gun violence, the black experience, and the overlap, I suppose. And I don't think it was a coincidence that everyone shot in the video happened to be black. I think it was probably some statement about black-on-black crime and the social pressures that lead to it. There's those lines, this is America, guns in my area, I got the strap, I gotta carry them. And the line, uh, black man, get your money, I personally had no problem with the violence portrayed in the video. I thought it was jarring but effective, and hopefully it will make people think. I'm sure as usual when you have the controversial use of violence in art, there'll probably be some people who don't get it, conservative, fogey types who will complain about what they see as gratuitous violence, and young, immature people who juvenilely revel in the violence while missing the larger message. But yeah, coming from someone who's generally not into the genre, I liked the song and I really liked the video too. Once again, I thought it was very effective and thought-provoking. Okay, so I think there's still plenty of show left, so let's move on to another story. Now, this is one that I've been joking around about with people online. I actually posted it to the Weekend Out Facebook page. There's this clip that's gone kind of viral of a 22-year-old pastor ranting about atheists. And I should mention that this kid's recently appeared on an episode of The Non-Sequitur Show. If you're not familiar, The Non-Sequitur Show is this streaming channel on YouTube that's quickly becoming very popular with our ilk, shall we say, the skeptics, the atheists, those hungry for knowledge and intellectual debate, etc., And I know I'm probably not doing myself any favors by promoting another show, but I'm a big fan and I highly recommend checking it out. They have interviews with scholars, flat earth, and theism debates, etc., Good stuff. Actually, I think listeners Jody Mack and Matthew have mentioned the non sequitur show to me. And in fairness, I have to say that this 20-year-old pastor in a way comes off a little better during his non sequitur appearance than he does in this clip I'm going to play. That is until he starts talking about homosexuality and comes across like a bigoted, brainwashed fundy. So I might as well play the clip now. This time I'm getting it from this young pastor's own channel. Looks like his name is Matt Powell. And in the description, or Christ box as creationist cat would call it, it says, Excerpt from the sermon, Creation, Cults, and the Two World Religions. Every atheist that has attacked me online is a heavy video game addict. They live in a total illusion, and without Christ, one day they're going to wake up in hell. All right, here we go.
1: It's amazing. I, I don't like to get on the subject of evolution with atheists atheist because they just freak out. They're like, oh my, I can't believe you don't believe in evolution. Why would I? It's stupid. You have to actually defy science. Oh, it's scientific. Well, what about this? Oh, I never thought of that. Oh, i never really even crossed my mind because we live in a school where it's just fill in the blank.
0: Already this, there's so much fodder. Evolution is stupid, doesn't really say why, gives this weird general example. Well, what about this? Oh, never thought about that. Um, this what? And then, uh, you know, I, I experience slips of the tongue all the time. So I'll probably, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt when he said uh, we live in a school that maybe that was just, you know, some kind of brain glitch or slip.
1: Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. They're not taught to, to logic. They're not taught to To reason. logic. I thank God I was in a home where I at least got taught how to logic.
0: You kids and you know? your slang.
1: And, and you know what all these atheists have in common? You know, all of, they've been attacking us online. They put out a, a little two-hour documentary trying to expose the one Pastor and I put out, and Brother Brandon. Put out a two-hour documentary. You know what all these atheists have in common? Video games! They all play video games!
0: Bertrand Russell, Richard Dawkins, <laughs> all known to be huge video game addicts.
1: And, and Harry Potter, you get on their channel, they're in fantasy land! That's all they ever do.
0: So a pastor accusing other people of being in fantasy land. The irony is not lost on me.
1: They can't think for themselves. They sit back and they drink Coke all day and sit behind a video game system and then...
0: They can't think for themselves, projection
1: wonder why oh oh you're crazy brother Powell for believing in a creator oh you're insane no you're crazy and you need to get off the video game system and somebody needs to preach to him the gospel of jesus christ and so that they can be saved that's what we need and i'm sick and tired of these stinking video games messing with people
0: so there you have it he's sick of these video games messing with people I'm not even sure what the hell that's supposed to mean. Is he trying to say that Fortnite's turning everyone to atheists? I don't know. Uh, I'm almost tempted to go a little easy on him because he's only 22 years old. It's one of those things that makes me glad that YouTube didn't exist when I was in my teens or early 20s. Cringe city, man. But you know what I think is behind this rant? I think it's at least twofold. On the one hand, I think he was just pissed off or butthurt for being targeted online by atheists who may or may not have happened to have been gamers. Fair enough, I guess. And then on the other hand, I think he was probably groomed to be this in-your-face, yelling-from-the-pulpit, fire-and-brimstone kind of preacher, so he thinks getting all worked up and going over the top is part of the job description. If you want to get a better understanding of this kid, definitely check out his appearance on the Non-Sequitur show. In some ways, I think he comes off as more human and likable, and yet later in the show, as I said before, we get to see just how ugly and bigoted his fundamentalist religious beliefs really are. Maybe the kid will wise up with age, who knows. Uh, And so there was another story I wanted to quickly cover. I don't think it has anything necessarily to do with religion. I just found it amusing. And I actually first heard about it on the local news at work. So it's graduation season, and apparently this family wanted to get a cake to celebrate their kid's college graduation. Understandable. So they decide to go to this place called Publix, I believe, they submitted the order online, and I guess the algorithm had a problem with the Latin word cum, C-U-M, and summa cum laude, so uh, I guess it must have flagged the word or whatever. And when it came time for an actual employee to make or write on the cake, they replaced the word cum with three dashes. And the first thing I thought of was how back in the day when I first started using iTunes, There was this medieval music ensemble I used to really like, and still really like, actually, named Sequentia, and a lot of their songs have Latin titles, and I remember one specifically had the word "cum," C-U-M, which I think is just a Latin preposition meaning with or something like that, right? But it had it in the title, and iTunes used to replace the U with an asterisk in the iTunes store and in my personal library. I think they eventually righted the situation, but I'll read a little bit from this article. Okay, so this is from the Washington Post, and it was published on May 22nd, so not that long ago. It's by Amber Ferguson. Saturday was Jacob Kaczynski's big day. His whole family, many from out of town, saw the Charleston, South Carolina student graduate from his Christian-based homeschool. Oh, so this wasn't college. Forgive me for that mistake. This was as This was a Christian-based homeschool program with a 4.89 grade point average and the coveted honor of summa cum laude. His mother, Kara Kaczynski, organized a graduation party for her 18-year-old son. For the occasion, she ordered a cake online from her nearest grocery store, Publix, which let customers build their own cakes, complete with a customized inscription, which they enter into a little message box. Carefully, she typed in the message she wanted on the cake. Congrats, Jacob, summa cum laude, class of 2018. Class of 2018. He was homeschooled. The public software was unhappy with the word cum. In Latin, cum is the proposition with. Yeah, that's what I thought. As in summa cum laude, with the highest distinction. I keep saying cum. Maybe I should be saying cum. To the little box on the public's website, however, the word meant something else, and its sophisticated algorithm, Alert for Naughty Words, returned a little message that said, Profane special characters not allowed. It substituted three hyphens for cum or cum. Yeah, and so then, um, I don't even know if the actual, you know, the human employee Uh, knew what the original message was. Maybe this uh, censored version was just handed down to them. But there was still hope the public's form included a section for special instructions for the bakery in which Kaczynski explained that summa cum laude was a Latin term for high academic honor and was not profane. She included a link to a website explaining the meaning of summa cum laude and said maybe that I haven't done the drinking game uh, word or phrase of the week, uh, you know, in a long time, but maybe uh, summa cum laude and said she didn't think much about it afterward. Kaczynski said she was so busy preparing things for the celebration that she sent her husband and sister to the store to get some last-minute items and to pick up the cake. When they returned, everyone gathered around the cake. When they opened the box, there it was. Congrats, Jacob. Summa dash 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 laude, class of 2018. "'Jacob was absolutely humiliated,' Kaczynski said to the—' Really? He's humiliated? "'It was unbelievable. I ordered the special graduation edition cake. I can't believe I'm the first one to ever write summa cum laude on a cake.' Kaczynski said she had to explain why the grocery store had cum from Jacob's cake to her 70-year-old mother. <laughs> well, Jacob's friends laughed uncontrollably, much like I'm doing now. Jacob didn't eat much of the, the cake after that, but his mother says the chocolate and vanilla cake was delicious. And uh, in my notes, I actually wrote cum cake. And and, uh, uh, I could see why people would find that rather unappetizing. But it says uh, Kaczynski called Publix on Monday and explained the situation to the assistant manager. She said she doesn't want this to happen to anyone else in the future. Publix offered to remake the cake. She declined. No, she said, you only graduate once. Publix gave her a $70 refund for the cake and a store gift card. I wonder if $70 was the actual, the, the original cost of the cake. $70 for one of those shitty store-bought cakes. I actually can't stand the taste of most uh, store-bought cakes. Well, that was a rather sticky situation they found themselves in. <laughs> but with that, I guess I'll call it quits. Thanks for listening, as always, guys. Uh, you, you know the drill. Please like the Facebook page. You can follow the show on Twitter. Um, you can check out the YouTube channel. Maybe you're doing that now. If you want to help the show out monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash theweekendout and help the show out for as little as 99 cents a month and stop anytime you want. All right, brothers and sisters. Thanks until next time.